Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the stuff getting stuck inside of you and stuff coming out of you edition. Amazing, amazing edition. <laughs> um, there are so many jokes I want to make, but I'm going to try to stay classy and not make that. <laughs> ah, this is in between 032, swallowed sewing pin found in heart, and woman cries tears of blood during period. Oh my God. <laughs> What? I know. There's a lot going on today. There's We have a lot to unpack. That's um, <laughs> I don't know why. The pin in the heart thing, I'm like, whatever. But like, <laughs> woman crying tears of blood during period? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Is that going to happen to me? Um, I hope not. I, well, and if it does, can we take a lot of pictures of it? Absolutely. <laughs> What's going on Instagram? Photo shoot. <laughs> Before we go to the ER. Hamjil <laughs> uh, Chacha, and currently not bleeding from her eyes, is Marissa Riley. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, should we begin our in-betweeny? 032. <laughs> we shall. Okay. So let's start off uh, with something accidentally getting, you know, inside of you. No. Uh, so <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, let's, <laughs> now let's return to what felt like the eternal hellscape that was 2020, and specifically to Massachusetts uh, in the good old U.S. of A. Okay. 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 Now here a teenage boy, just a wee 17 years old, was experiencing sharp chest pain with every breath he took. Oh my god. And sadly, while trying to sleep or relax, the pain was constant when lying down. <sighs> now, to make an uncomfortable situation even more so, add nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea, all of which he also experienced. Oh. Now this went on for three days. But when he began having trouble breathing, that's when he alerted his family, and off they went to the emergency room at the University of Massachusetts Medical School. Oh, because that's in 2020 if you're having issues breathing. Yeah. Time for a test. Time for a test. Time for an ER. There you go. (laughs) Now, uh, their doctors started with a basic physical examination. They checked out his head, eyes, ears, nose, throat. Normal. Temperature. Normal. Blood pressure. Normal. No lumps were found when pressure was applied to his torso area. And part of a physical exam is the percussion test. And this is when, quote, the examiner uses their hands to tap on an area of your body, and the tapping produces different sounds. Depending on the kind of sounds that are produced over your abdomen, on your back, or chest wall, your healthcare provider may determine anything from fluid in your lungs or a mass in your stomach, end quote. And that's from chemocare.com. All right. All right. So what'd they find? So not a thing. God damn it. (laughs) I I hate that this is such an American thing where you have a very serious problem. Yeah. And they can't find anything. And you're like, but WebMD (laughs) told me I had two different kinds of cancer. Right. What the fuck? That's right. So, yeah. Now, they didn't find a damn thing until, of course, they asked him to breathe in deeply. Uh, it was clear that the pain was definitely originating from the upper chest. And okay. doctors were like, yo, it's probably perimyocarditis. Duh. Yeah, but we don't know the cause. So what the fuck is perimyocarditis? Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Okay, so I looked it up. And it's one of those things when you read the definition, you also have to look up the words in the definition. Oh, dear. Yeah, so don't worry. All the work's been done. I got you. Dr. Marissa, would you please read what's going on in this boy's chest and start with the fancy version and then go to the non-fancy version? Absolutely. I gotta know. (laughs) 
All right, quote, perimyocarditis is an acute inflammation of the pericardiogram and pericardium, sorry, uh, pericardium and the underlying myocardium resulting in myocellular damage, which just means the membrane enclosing the heart and the muscular tissue of the heart are being damaged by something foreign, end quote, Wow. There you go. You looked up all those words? I had to, yeah. You are a fucking <laughs> hero. Also, this sounds terrible. Yeah. So, so with going with the perimyocarditis theory, the doctors busted out the old electrocardiogram, or the EKG. There we go. And lo and behold, his heart's electrical activity was totally abnormal. Oh. And according to LiveScience.com, quote, lab tests also showed the teen had an increased levels of proteins in his blood that could indicate a heart injury. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we're finally getting answers. We're getting closer. So let's take a look inside the boy, shall we? Let's do it. All right. Now b- bust out your finest x-ray machine and CT scanner. We're going in. I'm ready. Now, Dr. Marissa, I'd love to show you two pictures. And let's walk through them together because, honestly... The object is so faint and small, we're literally looking for a needle in a haystack here. <laughs> so um, why don't you just describe what you see? And of course, all of our photos will be on our Instagram, well, that's interesting pod. But just give a general overview and then we'll walk through it together because it's kind of hard to decipher what's going on here. Exactly. All right. So I'm looking at two side-by-side pictures. One is an x-ray of a person's chest with them facing forward. And then the other is um, the x-ray of his chest uh, at a profile. And um, I'm looking at this and honestly, it looks from what I know to be really normal, except it almost looks like there's this little schmutz of dirt or something on your computer, which is very unlike you. You always have a very clean (laughs) computer, which leads me to believe there's this little tiny black spot kind of close to the spine, I'm guessing around the heart, in both pictures. And it's so teeny tiny. Like I said, it looks like dirt. Yeah. it's You can see it more in the profile. It's like this slight horizontal line in a bigger smudge that is his heart. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it's a faint horizontal line, and that faint horizontal line is not supposed to be there. No, yeah. definitely not. So, according to the published, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, according to the report published in the Journal of Emergency Medicine, the X-ray and scan quote confirmed the presence of a three and a half centimeter linear metallic foreign body within the right ventricle. End quote. Horrifying. So, that's right. There was a inch and a half needle stuck inside the kid's heart, specifically inside the chamber that pumps blood into the lungs. Oh my God, that sounds like a really important chamber. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) So that explains the pain, fatigue, and trouble breathing. So let's start with the first obvious question. How did it get in his mouth? Good question. (laughs) What the fuck? So Dr. Riley, would you be so kind to read from a live science article, a teen unknowingly swallowed a sewing pin, it pierced his heart. God. All right. <laughs> so nervous. All right. Quote, the teen initially told the doctors uh, he hadn't ingested any foreign objects or experienced physical trauma to his chest. But in a later interview, he revealed that he tailors his own clothes and sometimes holds sewing pins in his mouth. Yeah. Still, he said he wasn't aware of ingesting a sewing pin. And, yeah. quote, I know exactly 
I've done this before. Sure. If you're pinning your clothes, I used to help my mom. Yeah. Also, side note, way to go, teenage boy for tailoring his own clothes. Goddamn, that's right. Fuck yeah. Please don't let this get in the way of... <laughs> your talent. Your talent. That's right. Your passion. I don't know if it's a passion. You just want to look nice. That's right. Who knows? Um, where was I going with this? Oh, with your mom. Oh, yeah, my mom. And she would always hold a, a pin in her mouth while she was pinning up the clothes or, yeah. or hemming or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I can definitely see how this yeah. would get swallowed. <laughs> you know, just uh, don't let it shatter your Project Runway dreams, you know? Yeah. Fucking keep going. So it turns out he's a talented kid and a lucky one as well. He underwent open heart surgery that was successful. Holy shit. And his recovery was just fine. <clears throat> now I say lucky because back in 2016, a similar occurrence took place in China, but with a 48-year-old woman. She experienced a stroke when that needle entered her chest after swallowing it and got stuck in her heart. Oh my God. So I know. Next question. How the fuck does it get into your heart? Yeah, <laughs> so. uh, I didn't. I didn't make those connections. Yeah, but yeah, I'm imagining lots of times a pin has kind of a little knob on the end. Yeah, so it's not just a straight up needle. It's got like a little something to keep it from continuing sliding. So yeah. I wonder if that sort of anchor pulls it into a place. It's, it's... what happens. I don't know. You tell me, know. Jill. And, uh, well, good news. The doctors don't know either. Oh, uh, God. There's, there's apparently many ways. Uh, Dr. Bonnie Matthews, one author of the report and assistant professor of pediatrics at UMass Memorial Medical Center, told Live Science that it may have pierced through his esophagus or small intestine and just floated into his heart from there. Great. Um, it also could have gone through the stomach wall itself. Oh. But they don't know. Oh, my so, God. Take your pick. Oh, my God. It's uh, like a little tiny bullet, but coming from the inside. There you go. Shooting through your body. <laughs> it's poetic. To the heart. It's straight to the heart. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a song? Probably. Probably. It's probably some love song. Probably some love song. It sounds like something Stevie Nicks said. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, okay. This was so, amazing. This yeah. is incredible. I really like this one. Now, after the break... We're going to bond talking about periods and all the magical things that can come out of you in multiple places. Yay! <laughs> Stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back and we're so leaking. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <so>. <sighs> now, Marissa. Now, Dr. Marissa. Thank you. <laughs> now, I'm just going to be up front and not bury the lead. I'm going to show you a picture and it's the face of a 25-year-old woman. And this picture was taken in an emergency room somewhere in India last year. Okay. Um, of course, this will be on our Instagram. Yes. Along with that boy's chest x-ray. But in the meantime, can you describe what you see? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. um, up close shot of a young woman's eyes, eyes and nose area. And from the eyes is coming bright red blood right around the tear ducts yeah dripping ever so slightly i swear to god it looks very high fashion <laughs> um i realize it's not i realize this is a bad sign, <laughs> a bad sign. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's a girl two pictures of a girl crying there's an up close and it it is bright red blood yeah 
It is bright red. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what we're seeing here is a condition called uh, hemolacria. Hopefully I'm saying that one right, too. Uh, it's when blood is present in your tears, and this could be caused by a number of issues, as you can imagine. Yes. Uh, put a pin in it. Uh, no pun intended oh, with the last one. I uh, just realized. She went there. <laughs> yes. Ouch. I just realized what that <laughs> God damn it. Okay, so in this particular case, published in the March issue of BMJ Case Reports, the woman told doctors it was the second time in two consecutive months these tears have occurred, and she thought it was time to get checked out. Definitely, <laughs> so definitely. She wasn't feeling any pain, dizziness, or headaches, and there were no head injuries to speak of. Okay. Uh, so doctors took a peek inside each eye just to make certain there wasn't any trauma in there. Good, okay. Now, we've reached the imagination portion of our show. I'm ready. Okay, it's anatomy time. Woohoo. Okay, <laughs> that's right. Now, I'd like to picture, everyone, picture your own face. I, I can very easily do that. <laughs> okay. Now, focus on your eyes. All right. Now, pick one. Pick okay. your favorite eye. Gorgeous. <laughs> now, that little pink area. Yes. In the corner by your nose. Uh-huh. Now, when you cry, tears that don't fall out onto your face, they get drained through there. It's like a little drain in a sink. Oh, I didn't know that. And that drain runs down your nose. Okay. All right. Okay. And between your eyelid and the end of your eyebrow, in that space, that's where your tear gland is located. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. The transparent, shiny, mucousy layer in the front of your eye, that's called the conjunctiva. Okay. Conjunctiva. Conjunctiva. And where your eyelashes are attached, just behind them, you've probably noticed little dots at some point. Yes. Uh, those are your meibomian me glands. Pr- totally blew that one. But anyway, they secrete oil, which coats the surface of our eyes to keep the water in our tears from evaporating. So otherwise, we'd have like dry eye all the time. What a fucking system. Yeah. That's like 80 different things going on yeah. just to make us cry. Yes. <laughs> Well, to help us, yeah. To help us to, cry. To help yeah. us cry. Sorry. No, your body's not trying to make you cry. How <laughs> be really mean. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. That's a crude tour of our eyeballs. And all of these things were functioning just fine in our patient. Nothing damaged or torn. No tumors. Her ears, nose, throat, all totally normal. Hmm. Now, she had no blood disorders or and she didn't take any medications to cause side effects. These tears only showed up. You guessed it. When she was on her period. Oh, shit. Knowing this and that everything else was healthy, doctors concluded that her hemolacria was caused by, that's right, vicarious menstruation. What? Yes. Are her eyes feeling bad <laughs> for her uterus? So, I know. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Right? That's what it sounds like. I'm guessing it's not. <laughs> so, I know parts of your body just like... It's, it's having feeling, sympathy it's period? <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe I was right. So would you please read from health.com as to what is vicarious menstruation? Of course. Oh my gosh. All right. Quote, vicarious menstrual bleeding is uh, cyclical bleeding occurring anywhere that isn't the genitals during menstruation. Uh, Bleeding can also occur in the nose, ears, skin, intestines, lungs, nipples, and other sites. That's right. End quote. Yep. Oh yep. my God. Yeah. Cyclical yeah. bleeding occurring anywhere. Yeah. Wow. So in our lucky patient, when the usual period hormones are released, they affect her eyes, specifically changing the shape of certain parts just enough to allow blood to pass. 
According to the case study, estrogen and progesterone can increase permeability of capillaries, and the cornea's curve and thickness can vary during different phases of a menstrual period. Wow. Yeah, this makes our lucky patient just one of three recorded cases of vicarious menstruation occurring in the eyes, and it's actually more common to occur in the nose. Oh. That's right. And surprise, everybody. Sometimes I get that. (laughs) That's right. right. You told me. Oh, my God. And it's totally not scary or weird or hurt. It's not anywhere near bloody fucking tears. And it doesn't pour out of my face. It just kind of, like, right at the beginning of my period, I'll, like, blow my nose. And, like, there it is. Like, a little bit of blood. That's it. How I know. fucking interesting. Your know. little nose is like... I got you. Yeah, I, I, feel I feel for you. you. I feel you. I feel so, you. Aww. And the other kicker, I, I didn't choose this. I, I chose the story because of how fucking fascinating it is. Of course, yeah. But in the process of researching all this stuff, I happened to learn that there's like a name for what I sometimes get. I had no idea. I yeah. just figured that whatever. Insane. <laughs> I know. The more you, The more you know. So... And if you're someone who doesn't menstruate and you're feeling left out, good news, you too can get bloody tears. What? <laughs> That's right. Now, Dr. Marissa, if you would be so kind to run through a case back in 2018, as reported from LiveScience.com in the article, man's bloody tears were caused by this rare condition. Oh my God. I would be absolutely thrilled to. All right. Quote, a 52-year-old man went into an emergency room after bloody tears fell from both his eyes, something that had never happened to him before, according to a new report in the New England Journal of Medicine. Although the tears looked dramatic, They were not painful, and the man had not experienced any facial trauma. He also had normal vision and was able to move move both both of his eyes without problems. The bloody tears stopped spontaneously after one hour after they began, the report said. An eye examination revealed that the man had non-cancerous tumors on both eyelids. What? The man was treated with an eye drop medication called uh, Timolol, which reduces pressure in the eyes. One year later, the man told his doctors that he had not experienced any more episodes of the bloody tears, end quote. Here you go. (laughs) And that's a... So was there someone in his life that he was eyeball bleeding for? Oh, um, you know, he... uh... (laughs) Aw, vicariously yeah. for someone else. That's my immediate thought. Aw. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those non-cancerous tumors on each eye. I know, but he's all right. And so is our lucky patient. Uh, I believe they put her on, on the pill and that like adjusted her hormone levels. So yeah. her eyes were no longer affected. Uh, and that's a happy ending for this podcast. I love it. <laughs> I'm crying tears of blood. That's right. <laughs> uh, so... Thank you for everyone for listening, rating, subscribing, telling their friends, looking us up on Instagram. You guys are amazing. We love hearing from you. We love your comments. Yes. So good. Our, our, our listeners are so sweet. So sweet. Y'all are so, so fun. S- just incredible. And please, stay interesting. Please do.